fair degree your chivalrous design of knightly trial. And when I mount, alive may I not light, if I be traitor or unjustly fight. What doth our cousin lay to Mowbray's charge? It must be great that can inherit us so much as of a thought of ill in him. Look, what I said, my life shall prove it true. That Mowbray hath received 8,000 nobles in name of lendings for your highness soldiers. The which he hath detained for lewd employments like a false traitor and injurious villain. Besides, I say, and will in battle prove, or here or elsewhere, to the furthest verge that ever was surveyed by English eye, that all the treasons for these 18 years, complotted and contrived in this land, fetch from false Mowbray their first head and spring. Further, I say, and further will maintain upon his bad life to make all this good, that he did plot the Duke of Gloucester's death, suggest his soon-believing adversaries, and consequently, like a traitor coward, sluiced out his innocent soul through streams of blood, which blood, like sacrificing Abel's, cries even from the tongueless caverns of the earth to me for justice and rough chastisement. And by the glorious worth of my descent, this arm shall do it or this life be spent. How higher pitch his resolution soars. Thomas of Norfolk, what says thou to this? Oh, let my sovereign turn away his face and bid his ears a little while be deaf till I have told this slander of his blood how God and good men hate so foul a liar. Mowbray, impartial are our eyes and ears. Were he my brother, nay, my kingdom's heir, as he is but my father's brother's son, now by my scepter's awe I make a vow such neighbor nearness to our sacred blood should nothing privilege him or partialize the unstooping firmness of my upright soul. He is our subject, Mowbray, so art thou. Free speech and fearless I to thee allow. Then, Bolingbroke, as low as to thy heart, through the false passage of thy throat, thou liest. Three parts of that receipt I had for Callis, disbursed I duly to his highness' soldiers. The other part reserved I by consent, for that my sovereign liege was in my debt upon remainder of a dear account since last I went to France to fetch his queen. Now, swallow down that lie. Augusta's death. I slew him not, but to mine own disgrace neglected my sworn duty in that case. For you, my noble lord of Lancaster, the honorable father to my foe, once did I lay an ambush for your life. A trespass that doth vex my grieved soul. But ere I last received the sacrament, I did confess it, and exactly begged your grace's pardon, and I hope I had it. This is my fault. As for the rest appealed, it issues from the rancor of a villain, a recreant and most degenerate traitor, which in myself I boldly will defend, and interchangeably hold on my gauge upon this overweening traitor's foot. To prove myself a loyal gentleman, even in the best blood chambered in his bosom. In haste well off, most heartily I pray, your highness, to assign our trial day. Wrath kindle, gentlemen, be ruled by me. Let's purge this collar without letting blood. This we prescribe, though no physician. Deep malice makes too deep incision. Forget, forgive, conclude, and be agreed. Our doctors say this is no month to bleed. Good uncle, let this end where it began. We'll calm the Duke of Norfolk, you your son. To be a makepeace shall become my age. Throw down, my son, the Duke of Norfolk's gage. And Norfolk, throw down his.
When, Harry, when? Obedience bids I should not bid again. Norfolk, throw down, we bid. There is no boot. Myself, I throw dread sovereign under thy foot. My life thou shalt command, but not my shame. For one my duty owes, but my fair name, despite of death that lives upon my grave to dark dishonor's use, thou shalt not have. I am disgraced, impeached, and baffled here, pierced to the soul with slander's venomed spear, for which no balm can cure but his hot blood which breathed this poison. Rage must be withstood. Give me his gauge. Lions make leopards tame. Yea, but not change his spots. Take but my shame, and I resign my gauge. My dear, dear lord, the purest treasure mortal times afford is spotless reputation. That way, men are but gilded loam or painted clay. A jewel in a ten times barred up chest is...